Hello everyone and welcome to the Optimist Movies Podcast where every week we take a movie that we feel like isn't being talked about and we talk about it. I am your host, May Charlotte. That is my lovely bi-host, Luke Lively. Sure. Yes, and t- but there's one big change this week. One big change. We have a special guest this week. We, we do. Yes. <laughs> None of you know who this person is. But, she, well, I mean, some people may. I don't know. If you if you know us personally, then you may know who this is. <laughs> but we have a very special guest. Alexis is here. I am Alexis. Yes, you are. <laughs> Congrats. So we were just hanging out with you, and we thought it would be fun to have a guest. And um, so <laughs> Luke, out of nowhere, <laughs> decides to yeah, pick. Out of nowhere. It's my turn. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yes. Um. You picked Love Story. I did. Yes. Now, Luke, and <laughs> was and, that a question? <laughs> no, no, I, it was I, not. I, you, you fucking picked it. Okay. Yes, I did. I like being now, sad. This, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay. So this is your first time seeing it, Alexis. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so we're gonna get a more like reactionary side from you. Me, me and Luke have seen this before. I've seen it like three times now. This is your second time seeing it, right? I think that's what happens every time we watch a movie together. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would be my second time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. So Luke, Lukey yes. Pookie. Um. Really? Oh, Lukey Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> what is this movie about? Okay. So I forget the character. <laughs> there's this guy who's, who's a, a, the first well the first time you see him is seen with the she's in like this coffee shop thing and then there's this girl there and she's being real sarcastic with him. and he's being like oh man and then his name is oliver yes, and her name is jennifer yeah oliver yes. and jennifer yes 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 yeah but yeah eventually they're like hey you're, you're cool-ish, but they keep making fun of each other. But then they decide to go on a date and stuff. And then, yeah. So this is a love story. I it mean, is it's no secret that they get in story. a relationship. Yes. And that's the core of this film. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> the beauty is in the simplicity of this one. Yeah. Was, I mean, there there is stuff to spoil, but in terms of like an overall narrative, it doesn't go for a big surprise thing. In the non-spoiler section in here, we don't really have much to much to like go into depth with the the, the cast is great the writing is fantastic the direction is great the yeah. score is great yeah it's funny at times it's yeah. very funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it i think it, in terms of getting someone that maybe have not has not seen this though i think it's important to tell them this is not just the standard like because this is 1970 when someone says there's a movie called a love story it was made in 1970 you should totally watch it that sounds boring as shit (laughs) very true so well i think it's important to know that this is a very entertaining emotionally resonant Mm -hmm. and just a a film that holds up in every way it tries to but it's not like three hours like titanic it's like an hour 40 so yeah, that's something. It it it, yeah. it really does blow by pretty quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Blow by. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, just it's it's one that like I was pretty hesitant to at first, even when someone who introduced it to me. But I very quickly fell in love with it when I first saw it. So I'd recommend fell this. In love. Ha <laughs> 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 These puns are great. <laughs> but um, yeah. Just give it a shot. I'd really recommend this to anyone. If you like being yeah. sad. Yeah. If you like love. If you, yes. Yes, and I, n- yes. 
<laughs> but um, I'm yeah. upset about yeah. it still. If you, if you like a good story, yeah, <laughs> but without any artsy crap, you know. <laughs> this well, there's okay. There's well, some... okay. The snow scene. There okay. There are some things in this that directorial cho- choices that make it more interesting than your average okay, love that is, story. That is but... fair. Yeah, even just in terms of presentations of scenes, I go there. But anyway, let's not go into too much detail. Is there anything else you'd like to say in the non-spoiler section real quick? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My heart is officially broken, but it's fine. Yes, okay. Great. Love to hear the positive feedback <laughs> to what you picked, <laughs> Luke. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, potentially she wouldn't like it, uh, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> yes, For- Laura is also Alexis, by the way. <laughs> yes, that's we might call we might call Alexis Laura a few times, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> spoiler section. We ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. Here we go. When I watched this movie for the first time, I was not expecting. I thought this was going to be you know, a normal love story couple thing. I was yeah. not expecting her to get diagnosed with something dying. With some, <laughs> with some big with- dying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that when I when I recommended it to you, I very intentionally didn't tell you anything about it. It was in a big list of things I was recommending to you at the time. Yeah. But oh. I was very much like it's a love story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was I was told 5 minutes before we put it in that we were going to watch it, so I was warned it was emotional, but I didn't expect that. Yeah, right. It's like okay, well the thing is is that I th- this the movie doesn't even really hide it from you either. Because literally the opening scene of the movie, yes. he's sitting at the bleachers and said, the 24-year-old girl that died or whatever. It's yeah, like, and he's pretty, line. yeah, he's pretty much blatantly telling you that this is, and that's kind of a magic trick that this movie does. It it, it tells you immediately how it's going to end and yeah. then makes you care, which, which, especially when you know that that person's going to die, you're like, okay, then why should I care? It's some shit, dude. It, yeah. <laughs> it some is shit. like Titanic. Ty- Ty- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, it. it Kind of, yeah, because there's like, it, it has that looming feeling over it, that yeah. something, that that this is not always going to go well. Yeah. And I love also how they, they kind of lace even like their original dialogue scenes in a, in a form of like self-aware sarcasm, you know, because mm-hmm. like they, they bond through mockery essentially at first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as any couple should. That is true. Yes. It's a great quality. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, if you take yourself too seriously in a relationship, and that's like yeah. one big ticket to not have it work, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know, something I noticed this time around watching it was whenever they said okay, that was their serious answer. Like saying okay. You know what that's I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, so. and like, there, it seems to be that they have some kind of, their entire relationship is built on an innate understanding of one another. Because we, we, we do see them have incredibly deep talks, but we don't see them like, here is my life story, here is any of that, which a lot of modern love stories would do. Mm-hmm. And But, like, it, of course, the most iconic line from the film is that, you know, if love means you don't have to say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. In which a lot of people have criticized that line for being incredibly false. And then when I say, you don't understand what they mean by that, then Take it, it doesn't... Very literally, you're <laughs> saying it. <laughs> it's like, hey, May... I love you. Never say sorry to me. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> but, like, no, it. what yeah. that line implies is, like, some kind of, like, you don't say you're sorry because you know that other person yeah. understands 
what yes. they've done and there's a there's a connection there because a lot of mm. people think this film is cynical mm-hmm. when i feel like it's deliberately not here's why i believe this film is actually incredibly optimistic because because uh, uh. this a i think the thing that should tip you over first is that it's not called a death story it's called a love story it's oh, a, i mean even marriage is, story wasn't called divorce story all right so. look we're not commenting yeah. on other things okay <laughs> and also i would argue that film's yeah, about marriage yeah, yeah. as well exactly <laughs> that was the point of the yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not it shouldn't have been called a divorce story that's an incredible misunderstanding not, of that film doesn't need to be <laughs> anyway also, there's like death in every film so that's that would the, be god fucking damn it. you could okay. say there's love in every film but like this is such a good like example definition of yeah but what i what i mean by it is okay the film the point that it's trying to get across to you is that this love was meaningful regardless of how long it lasted mm-hmm. because by the end of the film you aren't like presented with a feeling of man they shouldn't have ever gotten in love the feeling that you get by the end is that what they had was beautiful mm-hmm. and what you remember about this film of course you remember the hurt of it but you also remember those beautiful times with that person that you loved so much and it and that's why i think makes this film special is that it it lets you feel in love like the characters do yeah which is also some shit (laughs) (laughs) everything is some shit well yes (laughs) but it was a great film yes it was Mm -hmm. but um so even when she's laying on her deathbed she's like well you want to talk about funerals like no you know why focus on that yeah there's there's no point right Mm -hmm. it's like even through the pain you can have like beauty in it you know Mm -hmm. there's there's so much there's there's so much nuance within that that is unspoken and it and that's it earns it through the characters relationship is like just how they're unspoken for one another you are almost yeah. unspoken for a, a it's film. like their sarcastic dialogue there's always something behind it right yes yeah, true. well i mean you know i mean some of the most some of the most glaring examples of that is uh the main character is oliver his relationship with his father because he because like he uh, at first he refers to him with her as son of a bitch (laughs) it's like really funny or whatever but then like that becomes like his main like i guess quote-unquote demon as as a character yeah and i think that that's what makes him i think for me more relatable and why it's better that he's the main character instead of her i don't know i i think the dad is not like one-dimensional you know no 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 that would be a mistake there are at least two scenes where the son leaves the room and then you see the look on his face like uh you know, like they, they both have the same unspoken hurt and love for each other as the as he does with his wife. Obviously, yeah. very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of focus on dads in this film from both sides. And uh, like, Oliver has a mom, but oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. always a dad. It's always and then, about the dad. And then yeah. Jennifer, only the dad. <laughs> There's no mom. They they seem to find support well, I mean, in each other <laughs> when when they couldn't find support otherwise. She just didn't have a mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't they? Wasn't yeah. there like a throwaway line that like the mom passed away or something? Well, that... <laughs> no, I'm just trying to remember right now. I was like, was that? Was I don't that know like if they mentioned it ever. But um, in terms of technical stuff, I actually wanted to talk about because it it's not yeah. flat in terms of that at yeah. all. Yeah, there's actually some long takes there. You know. Oh yeah, they they hold yeah. on stuff for a while sometimes. Yeah. And there's some good cuts I love when he, she says I love you, and then it immediately cuts to him falling in the snow. That's my favorite part of like the film is when it just immediately cuts to a different scene. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like when they go to uh, his dad's house or whatever, 
and they sit down. Then it cuts to them in the car. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right? Everybody's like, "All right, I think we should. We should we're gonna be going very soon." And yeah. then it cuts in the car. <laughs> <laughs> But then it cuts back. And it's like, no, yeah. you must stay for dinner. I order yeah. you. And it's like this non-linear thing. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, chef's yeah. kiss. Absolutely. But yeah. Okay. That that eventually does lead to them to him kind of sort of proposing to her. Is, yes. Isn't that isn't that the where I'm mostly positive? Yes. That's where it cuts to him kind of proposing. Well, yeah, because like he's. Because he, she talks about how like she loves his, his title as much as him because that is a part of him. Well, and, that, like the, are you still talking about the car scene? Yes. Yeah, no. we're talking about right that after. Was, oh, the, right after the yeah, car right scene. After. Yeah, right yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when he like proposes to her in a fashion. And one yeah. thing that I love especially about her is that it kind of establishes the fact that she's really insecure about herself through the fact that yes. she doesn't reaffirm what mm-hmm. he says almost all the time. Yeah. yeah. And like it's, you first see it with the "I love you" thing. Yeah, it's probably like you look lovely, and she's like, "No, I don't." And he's like, "All right, you look terrible." And she's like, "No, I look okay for Thursday morning." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we've all had those days, man. It's yeah. like, but it's like try having those days twenty four seven. Well, they're twenty four years old. Oh, I died at twenty four. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. This movie is cynical. Don't love anyone. Fuck everything. (laughs) (laughs) That is what I'm saying. Fuck love, bro. Yes, exactly. Fuck love. This scene is my favorite line in the or back and forth in the film. Yeah. Like, I love you. Why? And then there's like this bit of silence, and he's like, because. He's like, that's a good reason. (laughs) That's a very valid reason. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it just makes it more real, though. Yeah. Yeah. No one, most people are going to say shit like that. They're not going to say this cheesy stuff most other films put put in there. Yeah. I mean, like, you yeah, know. this Yeah, this film feels surreal. Like, it's just them going through their life, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is weird, because you don't really ever see them age, but yeah. they, but through their performance, you can feel them aging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why, like, I definitely wasn't expecting her to have a dying thing, because it didn't seem like this was the kind of movie, because the movie wasn't having that trajectory yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just how life is though you know yeah I mean, it's, it's un- come out and hit you that that scene where you figure out about her diagnosis is fucking it's, yeah. it's yeah. heartbreaking it's it never defined it isn't no i, I oh and there's a blood thing right yeah yeah i, I looked but, i looked up the most i could even but you, really all you can figure out is that it's something yeah, to do with her blood it's yeah. not the point like, it doesn't matter what yeah. it is specifically. The Like, movies are essentially saying, it's life, man. <laughs> is, That's fair, yeah. Sh- shit happens to you, man. Yeah. Maybe it's to make it more relatable, right? I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, of course, ev- like, not everything in life can work out in a pretty way. Even, like, and I also kind of like that it's never even foreshadowed either. Because if it was, like, if, you know, you see her, like, cough into, like, a, like tissue or whatever and there's blood on it and you're like oh what you? Mm. yeah <laughs> it's like no it's all done through the emotion of their life and now <laughs> it it would have yeah. felt a little bit too logical for this film because yeah. the, well the she arms... always wants him to carry him her over the threshold right mm-hmm. so and at that and at the very end he did carry her over the threshold yeah, yeah. he held her yeah mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, this is cute. <laughs> it's they they make you love them so much, and like because you know 
all all of the best relationships that anyone ever has, you 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 make fun of that person. You you make fun, you you mock, you but then through that you almost kind of you gain some kind of like fabric of who that person is, whether it be through their insecurities, through their interests, or through whatever, you you gain a certain closeness by being okay with that kind of back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm. And if it was done any other way, it would have been cheesy. Because, I mean, that's I think that's also why yeah. even in... Otherwise, it'd be a cheese story. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I think that's why the whole, like, hate and then love thing is so popular. Even, not in even romances, but just movies in general. A lot of the most famous, like, teams or duos or whatever in film, they hate each other and they, then they love each other. Yeah. Because it yeah. feels more real. There's a formula nowadays with like rom coms, right? Where they're like starting to get to know each other, then again a relationship, and then there's a point like two thirds of the way through where they like have trouble or have a fight or something, mm-hmm. break up, and they get together. But this, there's no like fight that ever mm-hmm. drives into that point. And it's also some kind of like dumb external force, and like of course in this film it is an ex- external force sort of, but it. It feels a lot more justified because, like, in another film, it would have been, oh, she needs to go to work in Paris for, like, five years or whatever, so there's no way the, the relationship can continue or some dumb shit, you know? It's, like, career or loved one or, you know, it's the most tired shit. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it, it feels more like it was purposefully added as part of their relationship because life life, you have to live life through your relationship. Life doesn't have to get in the way of the relationship. Because and the, also the most powerful loves that you feel in your life, whether it be friendship or romance, you you live you feel like you share every moment and every part of that life with that person or persons, and it's like you too. I love you too so much. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Now and, this is the real cheese story. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> or the real love story. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> I do love you guys so much. Anyway, yeah, I mean, it's just if, you, like, it's weird though because like I feel like everyone of this time knows this movie because after I s- seen this movie, if I've mentioned it to anyone who like was around during this era or whatever, they all oh yeah that movie yeah that's a great movie you. Anyone our age, they're like, hmm? what? What love story? What what movie? What is that? Yeah, but but I, I genuinely feel if like in terms of like capturing what makes love in and of itself meaningful, there is no other film that captures it better than this. This is a timeless film, man. Yeah, that's very yeah, true. Even when there's things like the marrying like outside a church and stuff, and now that's there's progressed a ton. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, even in the movie, the the her father says like, "Man, the world's changing. It's new, man. It's new." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, you know, I just think, but everyone can kind of relate to that because throughout history, like the younger generation has in some kind of either conscious or subconscious way rebelled against the parents' values or the past generation's values, even though this one I think was clearly subconscious. And and there these two character specific yeah. cases. Oh, one of them subconscious, one of them very conscious. Yeah. But um, he keeps calling him sir like purposefully. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. like a there's a there's like a formal a formality there that yeah. caught there's a wall between them. Father. Yeah. yeah. And and that's and th- doesn't the last line that he say to him he calls him dad. Uh, I believe so. I think father. Well, I remember when he writes the check, he says thank you, father. When yeah. He yeah. Leaves. 
But I think the last line he says to him is love it means never well, yeah, means right, sorry. Right. I don't yeah, think yeah. he says love never means say you're sorry, Dad. No, I thought <laughs> Dad Love means never having to say you're sorry, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> last line in the movie and has dad. <laughs> that would have been so funny, oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I th- in, I really think that anyone could pick up this movie and relate to it. Yeah, Re- I mean, for sure. Regardless, if even if you're not interested in getting a relationship right now, there is a certain feeling this film gives you, because like you know, it's it it's more than just love; it's connection, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, that sounds like so pretentious <laughs> or cliche. It, well, yeah. It, but I think this film is celebrates the cliches because you know it's about loving someone and you know it's, it's very purely that. Yeah. It's almost like criticizing like you haven't seen this. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to remedy this. It's like it's like criticizing the Princess Bride for being cliche. It's like it's clearly yeah. it's clearly like that's like a semi parody in that genre though. I mean, <laughs> I'd say it's a celebration of it. I think it's. Yeah, okay fair <laughs> either way it, it purposefully uses those for the narrative's benefit yeah and so i i feel like love story is the same it uses what and it's also very aware especially in like how love stories are told especially in 1970 not a movie in 1970 already understands modern day <laughs> cliches in terms of romances so and it dodges all of them pretty handily yeah like literally the girl she she's just standing kitchen she's like i'm in the kitchen where i belong <laughs> <laughs> which is still true yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, being a housewife is a valid occupation. If you want to do that... Listen here. If I'm going to be a housewife, I'm going to be the best damn housewife. Me too. Ugh, I'm so wait. excited. I it's, cannot wait. It's going to be so good. <laughs> there, Gosh. There is a love scene in this PG movie. Yes. Which is such a... Fuck, the MPAA is fucked, man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, like... There... <laughs> The fact that this movie is, like, PG... Like, if this movie was out now, it would be, like, PG-13 just because of the language. Yeah, the PG-13 rating didn't yeah. exist when this came out. I know, I know. But, like, that... What, <laughs> but I do be- understand. I guess PG, R, and they're like, well... <laughs> it's not really R, but... Like, but I'm like, should I show my kids this? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I think that this this film could be showed to a kid. Uh, kid probably be bored out of their fucking mind. Probably. Because, like, you know, I mean, just generally, if, if we're being honest, like, most kids are pretty, like, let's see a bunch of shit happening. And, like, yeah. this no, movie is... I think is... that's what the entertainment industry thinks kids want to see. But that, and then true. it works. Yeah. Because that's all there is. I think I think that for, for kids' films, what what makes the special one special is that you can do that, but inner, but like lace it with something incredibly meaningful, which this one is pretty much just straightforward. Yeah. So it's not like, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if you, if you have a kid that could stand through this, yeah. show it to them. They'd love it. If they can, if yeah. they like love stories, then, then I mean, honestly, I think stories in which at least in a face value way that the story ends quote unquote badly is just as important is the ones that end well because obviously most love stories end well in entertainment it's <laughs> there's no secret good endings are better or more popular yeah. than bad endings but even though as i just argued earlier i think it does have a good ending because yeah he he even promises her that Him he's going to be on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> that he's going to quote unquote be merry but what the thing is is that he can he now has the ability to have that in him but not let it haunt him yes he has quite an arc. 
Okay. He, a few arcs now, I think about like with his yeah. dad too, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. His entire life changes because of her, and that's okay because they allowed each other to connect in that way. You can be quote unquote changed by who you love, but just mm-hmm. not in a way that a lot of people often do get changed. <laughs> because that is true. If you, it, it's different between like evolving as a person and bettering yourself than flat out changing who you are because that's harmful. And I feel like that there's, there's a line there that this movie could have crossed easily, but both of them are very supportive of each other are constantly even, no, they are, they are. I know. know. Even in scenes when they argue, quote unquote, she's still trying to support him. The reason that they quote unquote argued in that scene is because he just didn't want to accept the emotion of the moment. Right. He was too scarred by his relationship with his father at the time. And just that, that support runs through every interaction. Mm-hmm. And that, that's yeah. what helped him grow as a human being. Yeah. You know, something I love at the end when she knows she's dying or whatever, mm-hmm. and he has the Paris tickets and stuff. He's like, I don't want Paris. I just want you, you know? Here you... A lot of lines in this are, are much more meaningful in retrospect. Mm-hmm. And I will say this movie does get better on a second watch and a third too. It gets better the more you see it. Yeah. The archetypes Throw feel a on. lot more right now. Yeah. All right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a part of me is in the car and he's like sort of having a rebellion against his father and mm-hmm. like rich and whatnot. And she's like, I don't know. I like that because it's part of you. You know, I just. <sighs> Precisely. Yeah. It's like you don't have to like. There is no pure version of someone. Everyone has baggage. Everyone has a history. Everyone has a quote-unquote title, a status, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't ignore all those different parts of someone because it would be dishonest in that relationship, right? Because, like, regardless of who they are, they're who they are. If you don't, if you don't love that person for everything that they are, you can't love that person. You're loving a part of that person. That's what another thing that they really go through the ins and outs of everything and why this specific aspect of love makes the longevity of it or the depth of it or whatever meaningful. And that's why, by the end, why this is called love story feels so earned Mm -hmm. and why their love in general felt so earned, especially one where there's never a big, the big first kiss moment, the big, and even like the proposal is pretty low key. I liked how subtle all of that was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the first kiss, like he kisses her on Jean, like, hey, you weren't supposed to do that. And then goes in for an actual one. Yeah. It's like this man is going. Yeah. I mean, guys, let let's let's be real here. Consent is important. Consent Very is much so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that that's where that stops, really. Yeah, I mean. yes, it is, yeah. It's even though clearly the, the implied connection between the two was was there and they were that it was okay in that moment because they were both very much on a subconscious level, even with one another. Right? Is that that's fair to say? Yeah. yeah. But like, so, but like, let's not go out assuming guys out there that feel like they they, they know a girl, quote unquote. Like, <laughs> I can tell you that happens a lot. <laughs> I've seen it happen a lot. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's let's not be doing that. But yeah, the the way, the way they do it is is much more meaningful than the average way because the the big exaggerating a moment only makes it more like a movie. And I think to make something so dramatic, so grounded is what makes it feel so much like a movie mm-hmm. by the end, you know, is, is uh, it's kind of a loop de loop way to say it. Does that make sense? 
Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, seriously, guys, go watch this one for yourself. Is there anything else you guys specifically wanted to mention or anything like that? The score is really good. Yes. The piano. Uh, there's piano. <laughs> <did> you... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, she plays piano. Yeah. She starts yeah. off, like, when she's performing in the library, which, mm-hmm. by the way, she's in the library, and they get married there and stuff. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is, like, all of Luke's favorite things. Just yeah. yeah, she plays piano. By the end, like, their uh, house, <laughs> their apartment. Oh, whatever. Yeah, their apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah They're on the tenth floor of the apartment. Yeah, piano in it. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. There's, there's literally a shot that I, I remember seeing your visceral happy reaction to when, <laughs> <laughs> when both of them were reading yeah. and cuddling together. Well, yes. that's not piano, but I mean. Yeah. I know. Okay. But, but like, the point was is that literally their relationship is like. <laughs> <they're> <laughs> Anything f- you would want. <laughs> yes, they're just like. It, for anyone, really, but I, I specifically yeah. thought of you when I yeah. saw that shot. <laughs> I was yeah. like... Oh, I like this one shot where it's like the camera's going closer to this window on the building, mm-hmm. and they're talking about studying and studying with each other. He's like, you're not studying, you're staring at my leg. He's like, no, I'm studying. And, uh, <laughs> you yeah. are under the false impression that I want to make love to you. Yeah. It's like... And well, then with then, like, the next couple scenes... That's the love it's, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The next scene's like him being like, I think you're afraid to like love or something like that, you know? Yeah, right. And that's yeah. when she finally says I love you, right? No, that's when she says she cares. Ah oh, shit. He sa- he says he says that he loves her and then that's and then after a little bit he feels a little disillusioned and then he kind of starts saying what Luke was saying there and saying like I'm pretty sure that you like that you're just afraid. You're afraid to tell me that you care. Mm-hmm. And then she just looks at him and says, I care. <laughs> bruh i yeah, care right. and then yeah, he just he just he just pauses and he's like whoa <laughs> well he just starts kissing her and it's like such a beautiful little moment yeah. it's so pure <laughs> and then later of course she later out of nowhere tells him yeah, yeah that yeah. she loves him yeah and it's cut the dumb in the snow being happy and then later they're in the snow and they're walking slowly and there's a shot of them in the snow and all around them it's like snow and there's nothing else it's just Aww, uh, it's so cute it's, it's just so pure it's just them in the world and then just yeah. like him yeah. him throwing the football at her and then they're, they're oh, like tackling and that like, was so cute like but anyway anything else you guys would like to mention i'm all good looky pookie <gasps> looky pookie <laughs> he goes from playing hockey to playing tennis that's not tennis really well it's racquetball is that what that is yeah oh there's a name <laughs> no, nah, they just picked up rackets and just started hitting a ball for no reason. I mean, I knew it was a thing, but we didn't know what like yeah, the name was. I'm pretty sure it's called racquetball, which I've always wanted to play, but I'm scared of like Is... getting hit in the face. There... Yeah, that looks really fun. Yeah. Are there, are there competitions for racquetball? Are there? Like, can um, you can you have a team? Like, is I honestly don't know. I don't think that's a thing, but it's like a lot of people do it as a workout. I know. That that would be a hell of a workout, yeah. honestly, yeah. Dude, that's how we should get in shape. That'd be awesome. Oh my god. We should play here. racquetball together. Yeah, here. You be my wall and I'll throw a ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's the racket? Alright, well um <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm the wall, then you're the racket and Luke is yeah. just swinging you around, hitting yeah. I mean I'm small enough. Hitting yeah. hitting balls with you. Oh yeah. While also Most action her. I'll get in a while, so. Uh! While also sweeping her off her feet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wouldn't you be holding her by her feet, though? Because, like, wouldn't, like, it be better to, like, hit the ball with her head? 
Because it'll be like a or more... my chest. That's... Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, but like, you are a female and like, aren't boobs like too like soft of a surface, you know? I mean, I guess it's fair. Chop them off. I mean, that seems unnecessary. <laughs> Let's do your the, the back, back then. The yeah, back, okay. yeah. The back. Yeah. Like, flex your there back. Go. Flex your back. Luke can, like, absolutely swing the shit out of you. <laughs> and then just hit me in the head with a ball. Sounds yeah. good. Glad Let's we got that solved. right now. <laughs> but, um, okay. <laughs> anyway, I think that's the end of the spoiler talk. Yes, it is. All right. Yes. Well, thank you all for listening to our spoiler section on Love Story. Now we're entering the loose segment where we talk about what we've been watching since our last episode. Alexis, I assume you are our guest. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) So, um, you finally said something correct. Yes. Um, So, um, fuck me, (laughs) goddamn. But um, why don't you start us off? What what what's the thing you've watched recently? Obviously, you have not been here since the last one. (laughs) Yes, the last movie I've watched was Before I Fall, and it was it was good. It was. Hey. You, you watched... No, you read the book, Luke. Yes, I've read the book, yeah. I read half of the book. <laughs> so, don't know how much is the same, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the message more than the movie. What is this movie? I have no idea. What okay, so basically, <laughs> this group... No, no spoilers, by the way. Yes. Let's say, yeah. This group of teenage girls... Um, they are the popular people in school. And Mm. so they're kind of awful people. (laughs) Okay. And so something... (laughs) If you are popular, you are a bad person. In this scenario. (laughs) (laughs) In most films, yes. (laughs) Okay, in films, if you're popular, then typically you are a bad person. There there are more nuances here that she finds... Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, there's this group of four, um girls Mm -hmm. in a high school and they are awful people to like their peers around them and then something happens and one of the girls starts reliving her last day which is valentine's day over and over again until she can like finally figure out like what happened and why it happened and what she was doing wrong and how to finally be a good person but it was already too late because she had died which is okay for me to say because that's all in the description okay. of the movie like <laughs> so like okay, it so, is this sounds like this sounds like happy death day <laughs> i've not watched that it sounds like happy De- happy death day without the horror and comedy aspects of it it probably is because it's literally the day she died and it just ke- she keeps redoing it over and over again does she die at the end of every time um every time except for one time okay so that movie came out in 2017 happy death day also came out in 2017 okay so they didn't ape off each other (laughs) also naked came out 2017 which is another groundhog day movie what is that it's a netflix movie about a guy who wakes up naked on his wedding day in an elevator and so he has to go back and get to the wedding. But he has to repeat this over and over. And for some reason, he's naked. So that's oh yeah, that's the Marlon Wayans movie, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I, I he is not funny. So... Yeah, I, I haven't seen this. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I don't. Know, he's probably. I, I actually all the interviews I've seen with the man. He seems very funny. But I, I personally haven't enjoyed many of his films I've seen. But I mean, that's not, that actually sounds like pretty interesting. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure like what it was. I've seen yeah. the poster a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was very interesting. Um. I, I enjoyed it. 
like I said, I enjoyed the, like, meaning of it and the message of it more than actually watching it. Yeah. And if you watched it, you would understand why. I, I might, I might, I might give it a good old watch. You should. Okay. It's, so it's, like, worth a one-time type thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I will absolutely watch that pretty soon. Very I, good. <laughs> Great. Now I want to watch this. Luke is frantically searching on his phone. <laughs> we should watch it together tomorrow or something. Anyway. It's on Netflix? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's where I watched it. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Luke, how about you How about you throw out one? <laughs> well, well, do you want to just do the three that we did together? Yeah, sure. All right. Well, give us the first one. Do you introduce me to this one, Sus? This is David Lynch film. Yeah. It's his second one. And it's a straight story. Oh, I thought you meant David Lynch's second film. I was like, he's made so many movies before this. Yeah. <laughs> My second yeah, David that, Lynch movie, yes. Yeah. Delphi Man's his second film. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we know that now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, David Lynch, and I'm kind of telling you this because you're. I'm assuming you're not familiar with David Lynch's. No. Okay, he's he's pretty, yeah, he did, he's pulling it out of my collection, but he did Blue Velvet. I've also not seen that. Okay. And um, he... I think in terms of like modern audiences, what people would know him for in terms of name recognition, I assume probably Twin Peaks. Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive. Those are the two yeah, things that and he's... Twin Peaks. Yeah. yeah, and the two things that people know the most. I am not a movie person. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard of either of those. Well, Twin Peaks is a TV show. But there was and a movie too. There was there was a movie, yeah. But um, yeah, anyway, this is he's a very famous director in amongst... Yeah. Amongst pretentious people, <laughs> yeah, known for being like a weird, uh, making weird films and like, being strange and real weird. Uh, typically, pretty. Tip, he's typically R-rated, right? Like he's typically pretty hard in in, in a fashion. Yes. I mean, yeah. uh, the Elf Man was PG. But... Oh well, well, I mean, but that movie has a hard edge to it. Like you know, it has a certain like. How you know? It. it I've heard it's depressing as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he's not known for making light shit, is the point. Yeah, and I wouldn't really call this movie light either, but this is a rated G film. Oh, Dune is PG-13, sorry. Well, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this, this movie's rated G, distributed by Walt Disney Studios. This oh. is on Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. and I would recommend everybody see this movie. Literally everyone should watch this movie. It is in-fucking-credible. <laughs> this straight story is so yes. good. <laughs> Once we finally got around. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. Uh, but I mean, okay, so the story of this film is that basically there's this there's this old guy named Alvin, and he's and he figures out that his... It's brother, right? Yes. His, he figures out his brother that lives... He's in, what, uh, Iowa? Oh, yeah. Basically, they're, they're, states, they're states away from each other in the U.S., and he figures out that this brother had a stroke, and he wants to go and see his brother. And he he's had a falling out with this brother. And the thing is, though, is that he can't really. He's so old that his eyesight's kind of shot. He he can barely like stand up on his own. You know, he falls over. So how is he gonna get to his brother? States away. And like the daughter that he lives with, that played by the girl who played Carrie. Um, dang, I'm something space like. Um, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. No. No, 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 that's the remake. <laughs> anyway, she's great. She can't drive him either because she's busy. And so he decides to make the trek to the to his brother in another state on a lawnmower. And it's just mm-hmm. the straightforward story <laughs> of yeah. him going across these states to meet his brother and the people he meets along the way and what you find out about him and all that. And it's 
so pure, it's so wholesome. But the thing is, is that I've said this countless times, but wholesome to me often feels incredibly disingenuous. It, I, I very rarely buy wholesome in films mm-hmm. because it feels like it's it's lying to me in a fashion. In like Some m- movies can do that, but it, it takes a, a very special combination of factors, and I think this film has it because it really earns that idea of what it's going for, of just going out and doing right by someone and just doing the best for yourself and for other people. And, it, and it, that's really what it is. It's just this wholesome story about this guy doing what he thinks is the right thing for himself. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. <laughs> I loved it with all of my heart. It, I feel like it like mended my heart together, honestly. My black, broken heart. It melded it together, and now I'm, I'm beating nice and, nice and good again. It's so nice. It made me so happy. <laughs> and it, also... It's a film that could be very cliched, and it dodges it. I think David Lynch is <laughs> not known for cliches, so it's I I I imagine that was pretty straightforward. He he's not a cliched director, at least amongst the populace. He likes using cliches in his films and then subverting them. Okay, that's true. He likes setting you up <laughs> like, for knowing what might happen, like and then even goes Blue Velvet has it, some like stuff, and and then goes ha no. <laughs> And he doesn't quite do like the whole rug pulled out from under you thing in this one, but he does. But he does in a very intelligent way work around cliches, which is very refreshing, especially in a film just about an old guy trekking across the states in a lawnmower, <laughs> and about the people he meets along the way and how he grows along the way and all that, you know, because that's everything ever. <laughs> but it is genuinely great. It's like it it. It, anyone can watch this. is on Disney Plus. Everyone has Disney Plus. <laughs> just go and watch it. It. I promise you. In terms of like the Disney Plus catalog, I, I guarantee you, most people will not see the straight story on the front and go, "Oh yeah, a movie about a guy and a tractor. Let's watch that." <laughs> no, like I'm seriously. If this is the push you need, go on Disney Plus, find that, and get it. Just absolutely watch it. You will not regret it. It is probably my favorite thing that I've watched since the last episode. So wow. it's a beautiful, beautiful movie that I really enjoyed. All right. Throw out the next one. My, my dude. My dude. Well, next one we watched was uh, The Aviator, the which a- is Martin Scorsese film, obviously. <laughs> uh, it about it. <laughs> about yeah. an aviator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leonardo Caviere plays Howard Hughes. The famous, the famous film director, a- aviator, inventor. Millions of things. He was a very prominent figure in early early twentieth century yes. America, and he Leonardo DiCaprio plays him in two thousand four. Yeah. I want to say so. It's semi young Leo compared to what he like kind of is today, and he and he is incredible <laughs> for like you know it's like there's this thing that Martin Scorsese does where he makes a film that has every right to be boring, the most entertaining and breezy thing you've ever seen in your life. Because it's a film about a guy yeah. who likes airplanes. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's a film about uh, there's a scene where they measure boobs. So I mean, yes, so there I, is. That is good. No, yeah. seriously. Board a censorship board. Of yeah. this it's no, that's like not a joke. That's real. Really? <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. movie is PG-13. like thirteen. But yeah, movies PG thirteen. It's two hours and fifty minutes long, and it's pretty dead serious for most of it. Wow. There's humor in it. There, no, there's humor, but it but movie takes itself very seriously. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, 
And sounds like hereditary, but I still laughed the whole time. No, is it? No, <laughs> the aviators. For it being a very serious movie. We were talking about hereditary last episode. These are the two I watched it. <laughs> we mentioned a friend. I found it very funny. <laughs> it, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Luke and I had a great time watching that together. <laughs> I had a great time watching Hereditary. Teehee. <laughs> anyway, The Aviator is fantastic, and you should all watch it, even though... It has everybody in it. Literally. Everyone in the history of Hollywood is in this movie. Willem yeah. Dafoe shows up for a scene. <laughs> yeah. Jude Law. Uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino uh, is not Nick. in that film. Al Pacino. Al Pacino is not in the aviator. <laughs> Good one, Luke. <laughs> you thinking of Alec Baldwin? Who are you thinking of? Alan Alda? I'm just thinking of like the famous people with an owl in the start of the name. <laughs> I think I just wanted to say Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congrats. He's already Scorsese recently, right? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. That Was that the only time he ever worked with Scorsese? Scorsese I know, I'm pretty sure. And the Irishman? Yeah, that's that's sad. That's it. Well, well. He, Scorsese is going to do plenty of more stuff. I mean, he might work with him again. But, <laughs> but seriously, Scorsese is one of the most legendary directors of all time. If, you, if you've heard of him, you've heard how good he is. So if you need any... If you need any, like, reason to watch it, just know it's him. It's one of the most well-told biopics I've ever seen. And it's it takes something that's so uninteresting and makes it so interesting. <laughs> At least in a film way. I, I find, like, like, this true story obviously quite interesting. But putting that into a film, you'd be like, okay... Like you know, that's a, that's a guy about flying planes and about you know his yeah, his inner like struggles. And all that. Well, honestly, Hereditary has a lot of reasons to be quote unquote boring. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, but it's still funny as shit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, you guys are determined to make me sad. No, no, I just don't understand yeah. how you didn't see the humor in it. Well, I I laughed with you a few times because uh, a few. <laughs> Excuse me. (laughs) That's why I picked love stories to make you sad. That's why. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. I appreciate you guys wanting to make me sad so much. But The Aviator is good. Throw out one. Uh, the one other one we watched was Halloween yeah. Ford, The Return of Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Finally got around to doing the smuffly Halloween movie thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this isn't good. You love the Halloween movies. Yeah, they're, they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> he hates Halloween movies. Yes, very much. And his reviews are amazing go read all of his reviews say that again to the mic (laughs) (laughs) all of his reviews on the halloween movies are amazing they are i disagree with all of them (laughs) i really enjoy them they're so good okay wait i i actually do agree with one of them that's halloween 3 season of the witch because that movie's kind of not good but um other than that i disagree with all of them but i do enjoy all of your usually don't make a statement and don't you know, yeah, a bunch of jokes it's just, about yeah. specific things. Yeah, I know, but like either way, you're you're still trashing it. You're absolutely yeah. trashing them. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, most movies I take notes of. Yeah, that's true. You do do that, yes. But um, anyway, I actually really like this one. I think it's really fun. 
I mean, you know, it's. I, I think that's just me with all slashers, essentially. I, I can think that slashers yep. are. Yep. No, I, yep. I actually. There are quite a few slashers I don't really enjoy as much as I know a lot like of people chopping do. Chopping Mall. Like right. Chopping Mall. That's real. <laughs> a movie called Chopping Mall. That sounds good. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Yeah, you like, know, I think this one. Halloween. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> Halloween was good. Which one are you talking about? You disagree with it no matter I know, what she says. But a... I don't know what she was saying. So. The most recent, just Halloween. Okay. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. The original one's good too. No. Y- y- yes, it is. No, they are. <laughs> was it better? Yes. But was it good? Not, a, not in the slightest. <laughs> not in the slightest. <laughs> Some fantastic words from yours truly, Luke lively absolutely <laughs> we have laughed many a time over that review <laughs> okay that was surreal being quoted in the <laughs> we enjoy you so much man but i mean yeah it's in terms of a soft reboot for this franchise i mean it, it accomplished what it wanted to i enjoy it, it like if you're into halloween 4 <laughs> you know what you're getting into at this point you're gonna enjoy it or you're not gonna enjoy it oh yeah it's <laughs> so if if you are someone who likes that type of thing, give it a watch. If you're someone that doesn't care or finds yeah. it shit or yeah. finds His it mask boring, looks so good. I'm sorry. The mask. The mask is atrocious in the fourth one. It's <laughs> is it really? I've not seen that one. Okay, it, it it is so bad. Okay, you talk about one that you've watched recently, and I'm gonna pull it up for. I watched Love Story recently. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. I I watched Jeepers Creepers recently. Oh yeah. yeah. It's on my eighth grade list. That was my but yeah. So this Justin Long movie, that's a horror movie. Uh <laughs> Yes indeed. Yeah. So it starts with them and they're he's with his sister in the car, driving along, and then they see some dude with like holding like this uh body length wrapped cloth thing that's bloody and throwing it down the pipe. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, that's weird. So they stop by and they're like, whoa, what's in this pipe? And so just along goes down the pipe. <laughs> well, okay, like, like, it's a little more nuanced than that, but yeah. all right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. But then there's some interesting things down there, and then that's where the movie stopped, like, being <laughs> great. <That's> a- <laughs> yeah, but... Cause I find that movie quite enjoyable. Yeah, there's some good things. I love the shot where the cop cars and following uh the dumb and then you see the shot of the dude on top of the car behind them yeah that was really good it's really good yeah Yeah. that it's a movie that i feel like has at the exact same time a really good idea of what makes it scary and no idea what makes it scary Mm -hmm. it 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 really plays up the mystery perfectly but then they add a lot of like weird folklore stuff and like this kind of odd like legend thing Mm -hmm. with it and i'm like this is unnecessary <laughs> it's <just> unneeded <laughs> yeah but uh, um yeah there's a thing in us that made me think of duel because they're the trucks behind them and honking and stuff yeah. and i was like whoa <laughs> is this this gotta be direct happens at least twice but yeah damn. yeah there's okay you don't know duel is. duel is um steven spielberg's for, first film really mm-hmm. and um like and i mean like first first film like it was before jaws it was before everything this was like Around the time the love story was made, and it was um about this guy who basically gets, he's just in a car, he's traveling like across this highway, and he's getting really messed up by this truck that keeps honking at him from behind and tries to kill him a few times, and it's yeah. it's just this it's, very it's short driving. Yeah, it's it's this very digestible thriller that is very good. 
but yeah, it, it, it did remind me of Duel in retrospect now that I'm thinking about it. It's, it seems very, very similar now that I'm remembering it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, that one's that one's another one. If you if you feel like you can enjoy that type of thing, I'd recommend it, but yeah. if not, then... <laughs> oh yeah, by 8th grade list, uh, Laura, I mean, in 8th grade, I wrote this list of movies to watch before I die. Yeah. But they were... But eighth grade me just shows a bunch of random movies, <laughs> so they might not be ones I actually want to watch before I die. So that's really good. I mean, that was one of them. Jeepers Creepers. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not like Mr. And Mrs. Smith where I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. This was that one, no, no. You were super surprised that that one was good. <laughs> yeah. but, um, I, I wanted it to be good. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. Naturally, of course. Naturally. Um, you got another one for us? Really? I know, you, I know, you I know. Want me to keep going. I know you got a lot, so that's why. I, just, yeah, I, I can just go over a few because I just have a lot of rewatches, so I can say a few brief things about mine if you want. But okay, yeah, sure, go ahead, buddy. Alrighty, um, I'll pair. I, I basically have two pairs. I'm just, the the one that I'm going to talk the least about. I watched um Star Wars Episode Two and Star Wars Episode Three, the prequels. I enjoy episode two but i that one's easily the worst of the episodes and episode three i think is legitimately awesome and or episodes and star wars movies in general besides yeah. anime anime no you know, you know what? episode two is the worst star wars movie yeah well, besides besides animated and tv films <laughs> there's been tv films the holiday special that you walk films right <laughs> wasn't technically holiday special like yeah it's TV about days. life day Okay. It's about life day, okay? <laughs> I need to show you the holiday special. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there's, a, there's a softcore porn in that movie. Anyway. It's scary. <laughs> it kind of. Anyway, I, yeah. I did watch those two. I, I, I love Star Wars. It's no secret. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I rewatched those. The mm-hmm. other two. Garbage movies. Anyway. <laughs> the other two that I watched, two, <laughs> two movies that I will fully admit as much as I am fanboy for Star Wars that are better. I watched Dawn and War for the Planet of the Apes. I showed someone them, and um, I they got apes. Yep, they got apes, and I, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that this trilogy is not is yeah. seldom brought up in best of all time, and it needs to be. It's just the Caesar is incredible. I love the emotion brought in every single one of them. It's the the depth that <laughs> these movies about about a tribe of apes that became intelligent <laughs> is yeah. is incredible to me and honestly the entire planet of the apes series even despite this trilogy is so underrated and untalked about it's like people need to see these but no one has seen them besides like people that are like really into film really that i know of so yeah. it's just sad I, and like seriously get on them people get on them watch them all i honestly feel kind of attacked right now you should be okay yeah. <laughs> war for planet of the apes it doesn't have war in it so nope there is no war it, that's kind of disappointing no yeah. it's like it, and honestly dawn the planet of the apes the dawn happened in the previous <laughs> right it's like they're horribly mistitled aren't they the, the new ones the, the 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 old ones are actually pretty aptly titled mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but I mean, like, because like the first one was Planet of the Apes. That one makes sense. Beneath the Planet of the Apes, yeah, there is a they subplot. Go beneath. They go beneath. <laughs> um, that escape from the Planet of the Apes. They, they do. They do escape. <laughs> conquest for the Planet of the Apes. There is a conquest yeah. to get the Planet of the Apes and battle for the Planet of the Apes. It all builds up to a giant battle at the end. Mm-hmm. 
And, and uh, Planet Apes remake is... Yeah, it, it is indeed it, a Planet of Apes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, all the other ones are pretty um, mistitled. But, um, yeah, either way, they're great films, and I love them. I love them dearly. Um, I will not, never stop recommending them to people. So, yeah, get on it, people. So, yeah, that's literally all I got. So, throw them on me, Luke. Okay, iRobot. Another <laughs> eighth grade list one. Oh, uh, God. So This one is so nostalgic for me. Holy crap. I watched this movie too many times. What the heck is iRobot? Okay. You got it or you want me to get it? <laughs> okay, this is like a sci-fi future. Robots, like it was like 2035 or something. Robots are like big and normal, I guess. They, they've been normalized into regular society. Yeah. yeah, and Will Smith's the main guy and he plays a detective who's racist against uh, robots. That's good. Uh, yeah. And he has to because uh, of a certain tragic accident accident that happened to him in the past. Okay. Yes, and he it is on this case that is a presumed suicide, but he thinks that robots may be involved. Maybe I mean he's racist though, but maybe. it's because of his it's because of his prejudice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm genuinely it is. That's yeah. why. He... <laughs> so, yeah, it's a mystery movie. It's sci-fi. There's robots, and it's it not has... that great. That's pretty not good. It's bad, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy it. Yeah. There's some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, I... It, like, good ideas. It is <laughs> It is very early 2000s sci-fi schlock. It, 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 it feels very of the time, but, I mean, it. Will Smith playing the role that he's playing in general, I think, is already ages it a little bit. But, um, excuse me? <laughs> I showed a picture of Alan Tudyk's robot. Oh, okay, him. okay, yeah, yeah. Sunny, but yeah, there a lot of good memes have come out of iRobot. <laughs> really? Yeah, plenty of good memes. I'll show you. If, I'll show you like the format later, but it's the interrogation scene, <laughs> which is actually a very good scene. I did not murder him or whatever, you know. Yeah. But um, it's a uh, yeah. I, I enjoy it. It's a nostalgic film for me. It's not great, but I mean, I there's a certain quote from this movie that I actually quote way too much, and now I'll finally be able to quote it to you, Luke. You won't. You still haven't seen it, so you won't really. But I I. Often I look at people and if I like, if I repeatedly have said something in the past, then I will often go up to someone and say, you know, sometimes I told, I told you so just doesn't quite say it. Mm-hmm. Fun movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good sequences in it. Anyway, what you, what you got? I got El Mariachi. So this oh yeah, you watch, you watch both of them. Well, the first two. <laughs> oh, it's a trilogy. Yeah, it's a... It's a <laughs> yeah. yeah, I watched El Mariachi and Desperado. Desperado is a great one. But, yep. Yeah, but El Mariachi is the, the first one. It so. made me to not realize Desperado was a sequel. So, yeah, anyway. it doesn't have the word two in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but El Mariachi, yeah. That was really fun. Really fun. It's really low budget. It's really fun. Yeah, it's really low budget. Yeah, like about the dude who wants to get revenge on this mob boss, but he's like Mariachi and his guitar is a gun case, right? But then there's this other dude who is actually a mariachi and has a guitar case. But then they get mixed up together and they're shenanigans where and they so this, keep th- almost dying. So this regular mariachi <laughs> is being chased by the mob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just a very fun little movie. It's a very little movie. Like, the the low-budget shows. <laughs> but by yeah. th- at a certain point, though, you almost kind of buy into it. It's just, like, aesthetic in a way that you kind of just kind of, like, buy into with the film. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I really love El Mariachi. Did you like Desperado? Yeah, I really, really liked Desperado. That was fun. I put him on the same level. Uh, mm-hmm. 
There may be some things about Desperado I, I liked a little better, like more comedy-ish. In that. Yeah. <laughs> and more over the top. <laughs> a little bit more over the top. <laughs> yeah. It's... So good. Yeah, nice. there's there's so many crazy things in Desperado, dude. It's like there's a part where he like jumps off a building backwards onto our building while shooting guys from the other building. <laughs> <laughs> and for context, for anyone who doesn't know who Robert Rodriguez is, this guy after he got kids eventually went on to do the Spy Kids movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. It. it, it and, but this was what he was known for before. He was good friends with Tarantino, and mm-hmm. who's in this film? Yes. Yeah, actually, like his scene, it's a funny joke that he tells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he gets the bartender pissed, too. You know? Yes, yes, yes. And then everyone goes crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. He walks in with the guitar, and then, like, if it's not a guitar, we're going to blow you away. And then, oh, my gosh, there's guitar in it. So he's like, woof, right? <laughs> but then the guitar thing opens up, and it's actually like an image cardboard thing, it <laughs> thing, and under it is a bunch of guns. So... <laughs> And then everything in that bar gets wasted. Everything. everything. Gets, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy gun battle. And Antonio Banderas leaning up against a wall with two pistols will forever be amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing Antonio Banderas absolutely just annihilate shit. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. And then there's a the girl interest and she's in the bookstore. Yeah. So Salma Hayek. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's great. Yeah. Yeah. She treats his wounds. So, yeah. Well, it's a really. <laughs> she treats him already. It's like an <laughs> over the top like love scene that's so like. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> it's the freaking candles and the music. Yeah, they lit. <laughs> I was like, they lit candles like because before the previous scene was like, she's like, play guitar, man, play guitar. And he's like, I can't. But he's like, play guitar, and then he he does like one chord, and then like she starts kissing his neck, <laughs> and like I was like, oh okay, so much for that. But then like they start making out, and then it's like okay, so they'll do it. But no, apparently they lit candles after that. <laughs> okay, let's stop. Like, Light on. the candles. Yeah. Get the mu- get the music on. Yeah. Make the bed a very specific way. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, and then like after. <laughs> a, I like after that there are the two guys coming in right mm. one on the other side one on the other and the girl was singing with her eyes closed so like he is slowly like wow noise like raving the gun across her face to go to this way yeah, yeah, yeah. and sees the other guy and does it across her face again to go the other way. <laughs> and then they the two guys start walking like to each other so the guns start going till it's to her face both of them pointing at her face yeah yeah, and then she opens her eyes and then like she like kicks her down and like shoots it's insane this is a great movie (laughs) it's it's awesome (laughs) i mean seriously i i was before i saw those movies honestly i was always kind of like questioning robert rodriguez like why do people like him really yeah because like i only really knew him from spy kids which like i get the audience but like as an overall like this is a critically acclaimed filmmaker i didn't really get it and like the only other stuff i'd seen by him was like machete <laughs> and like planet terror which i like planet terror but like it's a grindhouse movie you know and yeah. like it's like kind of just eh. <laughs> uh-huh. but like i saw these and i was like oh okay <laughs> he yeah. makes fun as shit movies <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like gilmero del toro for yeah. me but more more fun because like, yeah, yeah. he makes like blockbuster stuff and like everyone loves him 
I'm like, yeah, but a lot of his movies. But I love Roderick Rodriguez tends to make it fun for me. He 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 takes out a certain level of like pretension and just says, "You get what you fucking get." Here's a fucking guy and there's guns everywhere and the people fucking and everything's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I, I, I like it when a movie can just very plainly say, this is what we're going, yeah. and we're going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Steve Buscemi was in it. Steve Buscemi yeah. was in it briefly, yeah. yeah. After the only credits sequence, they just did this guitar bit, like this whole song, and then like they stop, and no one applauds. Except for this one guy who slow claps, and that turns out to be the <laughs> It's so cheesy. I love it so much. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. Robert Rodriguez is a god, kind of. Not really, but he's oh, made a few. He's, he's, he's made a few good movies. Yeah. What you got? I rewatched Cinderella: The Twist in Time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. We've covered I, we, it. Watch yes, it. We, Listen to our episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've still yet to see it. I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> we'll have to fix that one day, honestly, because yes. I'd like to watch it with you, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, great. It's. Well, I guess we talked about it a lot. Yeah, we have talked about it. Yeah, it, it, it. Our longest episode to date, Cinderella yeah. 3, A Twist in Time. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. It's got love. It's animated. I, I don't know. I don't want to go on at this movie for like too long because I'll <laughs> die. And by die, I mean die of love. Yes, of course. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I saw Hidden Figures. Oh, you did? I, yes, I did. Mm. I thought it was really good. I really liked it. It was. It made me smile. It's good stuff. But I know you aren't hot high on this movie. I'm totally fine with people who like it. I mean, it just it didn't hit me in any particular way. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. The people that love it, great. Lo- love it all you want. It just didn't hit me in any specific way. It's not bad. It is absolutely yeah. not bad. It just I, I watched it and I'm like, that went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> I get yeah. it, but not yeah. for me. I love the part when they recruit all the women and then the women walk down the hallway with like the music or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was a good walk. Yeah. <laughs> you like good because like... it was a normal walk, but with the music and everything. It felt like this big epic moment <laughs> yeah. of these people just normally walking down a hallway. Yeah. yeah. It was great. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, there's a part where one of them like works at this place with a bunch of white men and she tries one of their coffee and then like the next time they have they got this tiny coffee pot and put labeled it colors only. And then their normal coffee pot was like big. And then she like tries to pour the colored one and there it's empty. <sighs> this, this, this. I don't remember that yeah. part, but that sounds very nice. Nice and heartwarming. What a nice film. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, Kevin Costner, isn't it? Kevin Costner, I remember being very good in it, yeah. Yeah. M- M- uh, mm, Ali. I was gonna say Muhammad Ali, but I was like, that's not how you pronounce his name, Mahasha or something. You know, what I'm talking about Mahershala Ali. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is he in this movie? Yes. Oh, he. I remember Taraji P Henson. I remember Janelle Monae. He, he gets I in a relationship with the main chick. Oh. <laughs> Who's Octavia Spencer? Is in it? Yeah. There's so many good people in it. Yeah, it's great. Jim I, Parsons is in it. Kirsten yes, Dunst is in it. Tim, <laughs> Jim Parsons, like, I was not expecting that. Yeah. But Jim Kirsten Parsons, Dunst, yeah. Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is weird, because he essentially plays a racist version of Sheldon in this movie. <laughs> that is... No. no, that is 100% true. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I like Jim Parsons. I actually think he's very funny, but, like... Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Big Bang Theory, but he's very funny, and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Anyway. The Sum of All Fears. You this... watched The Sum of All Fears? Yeah. <gasps> What'd you think? It was really good. I really enjoyed it. It is really good! This movie's so underrated! No one talks about it. It's, a, it's, it's the... What is it? It's the, Okay, uh, have you heard of Jack Ryan, the character, the famous character? No. Okay, well, he was a... He was a famous... There's this author who was very, very popular in the 20th century called Tom Clancy. And he... And his most famous series was following a character named Jack Ryan, who was a CIA analyst that went through, like, espionage and through a bunch of stuff and just different, different things and yeah. got throughout his life yeah and this movie is about some jerk who like tries to instigate nuclear war between russia and the united states yep political thriller it is wonderful Mm -hmm. ben affleck plays him this time around and morgan freeman fills in for the um james Earl jones role well well it's a a reboot essentially (laughs) well it's it's like a different character given you know clear and present danger what happened well no it's it's a different continuity entirely it is yes well, and and also it's he has the same name, so you know. Oh, but then he. <laughs> I think that's this movie's fantastic. It's I, in my opinion, it's the second best Jack Ryan movie. I like right. the Red, Hunt for the Red October will forever be at the top. <laughs> that movie is like pure god level, like mm-hmm. John McTiernan and Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin, Sam Neill, all of them are perfect. I love them. <laughs> but um, uh, some of all fears yeah. is a very close second for yeah, me. Honestly, I'll I love that movie. Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit sometime soon. So oh, then no. I'll weigh in my opinion on this. Oh no! <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Chris Pine is good. He plays Chris Pine, <laughs> which is fine. Um, yeah, he's Kevin Costner's in it. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Branagh directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't need to direct a Jack Ryan movie. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got one more. One more. About. One more. All right. Oliver and Company. Yeah. Okay. So this Disney animated film. Oh, like, like Oliver, like Oliver Twist. Is is it? The same it thing? is loosely it loosely based on Oliver Twist. Yes. Okay. It's about as accurate to Oliver Twist as uh, Lion King was to Hamlet. So. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was a it was a it was all right. I mean. <laughs> It's not like their best. It's interesting because Billy Joel was like the main dog character in this. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Joel has been in movies? This is the only one he's acted in. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Elver is a stray cat, and then he gets with the, the Sing dog. Sing us a song, you orphan dog. Yeah, with, this, <laughs> with this, like, gang of dogs, basically, that, like, take them on, on their own, and he's the leader of that. Mm-hmm. And he has a song that he does in it. Yeah, actually, the movie opens up on, like, a Huey Lewis and the News song <laughs> that written for this, this movie called what? Once Upon a Time in New York is what it's called. What uh, the how have i never heard of this billy joel acting in a disney movie with a huey lewis song this is yeah. like my oliver jam. Twist. yeah like... based on an oliver twist story what's happening here this is crazy how have i never heard of this yeah 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 so it's got those jovial tones but then it's also like dark there's this human character but then like he works for it as mobster basically okay and yeah yeah 
And he's like, I'm going to kill you if you don't give me, like, some type of money thing. All right. Right? So yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, that, and, yeah, there, there's other stuff, but I'm not going to go t- too much into that part of it. But uh, it was it was just fine, you know? It was good. I laughed at plenty of times, and, yeah. Uh, good movie overall? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Disney Disney's pretty good, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, did your brother show you that, or did you show your brother that? Brother showed me that. Brother showed and you that? that's the end of us showing each other. So now we'll be watching them for the first time, whichever oh. one else we do now. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So. Well, um, that's it then, isn't it? Yes. That's the show. Yes, it is. Holy shit. Wow, kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. We got all the way to the end. But, um, <laughs> we got all the way to the Whoa. end. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our episode 16 on Love Story. If you all want to find us on social medias, it's all in the description. We're all there. Um, Alexis, you are our guest. Is there anywhere that you want to plug? If not, that's fine. But it's just like... What is social media? That Okay, yep. Fuck off with Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> and um, That's yeah. a weird username. But... Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope you guys have had a great day. I hope you will have a great week. I hope you have had a great week. And we will see you all next time. Goodbye, people. Goodbye. (laughs) We have have a girl here. An actual girl. (laughs) (laughs) That was uncalled for. (laughs) You can't control me. (laughs) I will will not upload this episode. I'm actually a trans male, so that's that's uh, very fair. Okay, my bad. Can this be it? I'll take it. <laughs> it doesn't go for a big surprise thing. So really, in terms of the non-spoilers section, now, hey, hey. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, go. Here we go. I do that for I the editing not point. Expect- <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. (laughs) I will argue with you right here and right now. (laughs) Please, battle it out. Please. It's... It's like... It's like famous when Annie's... (laughs) Annie's mother, like, gets impregnated by, like, this force... Or whatever, you know. But this is the opposite way where it's the dad. Like He gets impregnated. <laughs> he gives pregnation no, he, to this thing he, that births out he the did, baby. He did some big nut and then the nut just magically formed into her. Is that how that works? Yes. Cool. Kids, that's where kids come from. Yeah. That's where spoiler. babies come from. So. Yes, that is actually the spoiler of this section. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. to all the preteens listening to this. <laughs> oh, God. What are you looking at? You are saying something. You were in the middle of a thought. Yes. Shit, fuck love, fuck life. This is some <laughs> shit, bro. I feel like you guessing on this podcast is a cry for help. <laughs> Every day I wake up is a cry for help. Oh, naturally. Yes. <laughs> but um, that Should scene. Should I cut that? <laughs> it all stays it's, in. It's an outside. It's fine. <laughs> but um. Different answers. <laughs> it's most definitely an outtake. <laughs> it's most definitely an outtake. Anyway.
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just texted. <laughs> that was more Do we have to explain what the dinner is? No, no. let's move on. <laughs> anyway. You'd be such a useless housewife. <laughs> I mean. I live with you. Hey, I want to... But I, the thing is, I'd, I'd want to take care of my spouse. So I don't want yes. to take care of you, yep. really. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> if I love them. Yeah, precisely. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Luke. I'm sorry. It's it's a very, like... but I Obviously, for me and you, it's it's a lot less direct, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about it. Yeah. Um, it's more distant love story. <laughs> Aw. Okay, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my hand, Luke. Hold my hand. Reach. No, fuck you. Come Some here. would say this is kind of like five feet apart. I have not seen that sick. film. Have you not? No. It's good. It's okay. <laughs> it's average. Yeah. Yeah. What about six feet apart, you know? Uh-huh. Or six Social feet distancing. under. <laughs> Hashtag COVID-19. Yeah, well... <laughs> what are we even doing here? <laughs> but, um, this is a good question. <clears throat> yes, it is. Right. No. <laughs> no. Go get a doctor, sir. <laughs> I just realized we were making these jokes in a, in, in a podcast episode about a movie where one of the main protagonists dies by an, an essentially unnamed disease. It least... could have been corona. Well, I mean, it was a blood disease. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Corona works. It's a, it's a respiratory. Hey, I mean, thing. Corona it's like an is STD. a beer, and that goes in your blood, right? So, listen <laughs> up. She could have had Corona. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had to make it connect in some way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. See, any bodily fluids. <laughs> Everyone has a quote-unquote title, a status, or whatever. Trans. <laughs> Uncalled for again. Suck my trans cock, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> my parents listen to this. That's good. <laughs> but, what was I talking about? Your uh, titles, uh, right? Yes, it's a friend. You can't, you, you, <laughs> well, you need to confirm for me, too. Yes, <laughs> yeah, reaffirm the way I feel, please. Otherwise, my opinions are not valid. Well, I then, no, <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you if just I, go by that, if <laughs> I if I actually thought that, then man, I would not have a lot of opinions that I, <laughs> all right, why do we do a podcast then, right? It, it, that's fair. What are we even doing here? We have to bring Laura over here because you don't, you have not many opinions, you know? That's true. Yeah. Thank you, Laura. Laura is so much better than you. That's true. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it is. What? <laughs> Thank you, Luke. <laughs> well, I love you, Alexis. I love you, May. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> just so people know Luke leaned forward like he was about to say something and then leaned right the fuck back <laughs> just stopped yep. just like wrestling can a boy and... please do that with me wait do which part all of it <laughs> football gotcha right. 
tackle you into the ground. Yes. <laughs> we, we, I, I think I can arrange that. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're making this editing job a little literal hell for yeah. him right now. Yep. <laughs> it'll be fun, but yeah, it'll be hell. You know? <laughs> Love you, Luke. <laughs> but, um, Love you, too. Aw. how I looked at her. <laughs> Notice how he looked at Laura. Yeah, not Just me. saw straight past Alexis, though. That's Wait, crazy. Wait, Alexis here. <laughs> nope, forget where, about it. Where's, where's that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cunt. Don't no. ever put her on this show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. It's fine. <laughs> no, we, we both yeah. love you. We both love her, right? Yeah. 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 It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde, you know? Yes. But prettier. Aw. <laughs> wow. That was so sweet. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck thinks I'm pretty? <laughs> I think, like, I'm... <laughs> you're attractive, man. Just accept it. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> Anytime you guys mention names like that, I'm at the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm so sorry yes very sorry i was just doing that for your reminder you can cut it (laughs) no i'm not cutting it i was if i had said something i would have cut myself (laughs) (laughs) but um no do not take my lightsaber (laughs) 